Welcome back to the Ultimate Playlist Podcast, full of choice tracks. I'm Damon. I'm Brandon. I'm Dietrich. And I'm Taj. So if you haven't listened to this podcast before, it's your first time, or if you've listened to a couple, uh, yeah, this is side A of the record. This is where we talk about a theme that this episode I picked. Everybody discusses their favorite track based on that theme, and then we rip each other apart. Um, yeah, so uh, on side A, uh, my theme is it's about that band that you just don't really care for, but they have that one song that you, you can't get away from. Well, uh, my favorite song from a band I don't like is Backstreet Boys. <laughs> and part of the reason why I picked this song is because there's a movie called This Is The End, and this is it's at the end of the movie. Um, I thought it fit really well. And uh, not to say that all their stuff is bad, but Backstreet Boys really aren't my cup of tea. But the song I picked... Uh, partly based on the fact that they're in the movie This Is The End, uh, is everybody... So, yeah, the Backstreet Boys, that's um, a boy, boy band that developed some big names. Um, some of them, not so much. I think one of the members, yeah, he started selling tires for a while. <laughs> then he got back into it. Um, but, uh, um, yeah, so this, this is probably, I think it's a little bit of a nostalgia, I guess. Um, it's off of uh, their album, Backstreet's Back. This is a, a 90s album. Um, throwing it back to the 90s. Curious to know what you all thought about Backstreet Boys, and uh, you think I'm just totally insane. So, um, it, I, I liked it. I mean, I'm not a huge Backstreet Boy fan, but, you know, I've heard a couple songs I'm okay with. What do you mean, I haven't listened to a whole album. Like, it, that's... But yeah, so uh, it, it it was okay. It's it's enjoyable. I mean, it, I guess this whole assignment was kind of hard for me because I there's just bands that I don't enjoy, but I don't hate them. Like I hate is very much a, a word that I don't normally feel about stuff. So like dislike, yeah, hate, no, but yeah. So but it, it was enjoyable. What I thought was interesting was that you referenced that it was. Um, from a movie when the music video is pretty much them trying to do a, a thriller ripoff. <laughs> it's, it's them. I haven't seen the video. Yeah. Oh, you haven't seen, see, yeah. I thought you picked it because of the music video. It's totally Halloween theme. Like each one's a different monster. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. I think so. I might've seen it now, now that I think about it, but okay. yeah, I think it, I think uh, it was perfect. The perfect, perfect placement of the band and the song at the end of that movie. This is the end. Mm. So that was that was really fun. Um, so. Kind of revived that song a little bit, I think. So okay. Uh, first and foremost, I'm mad at them for having Backstreet Boys in Heaven. <laughs> that's that's not where I picture that. <laughs> I'm just pulling that out there right now. Oh, they're not good old boys. <laughs> yeah, I mean, from uh, you know, spoiler alert: if you haven't seen the movie by now, you suck. But bottom line is. There's yeah. no way in hell that they should have been in heaven singing that song. We're in all platinum. That's just that's my take on it. But besides that point, um, yeah, this is one of those songs that if you did not like the Backstreet Boys, you would really hate them. 
but you can find yourself like nodding your head even when you don't want to. Um, it is infectious. It is catches. It catch catchy. Um, you know, like the plague. But um, it's uh, it's definitely one of those songs that I could see why you picked it because you know it's everybody saying Backstreet's back. All right, I didn't know they left at the time when the cuts all came out. Um, so, but you know, it's a fun little diddle. And um, if you hear it once in a purple moon, I think you're okay. If you listen to it two or three times, I have to question your judgment on things. But you know, for the for the most part, those who are Backstreet fans, hey, you're gonna love any and everything they do, and this is one of their biggest hits. So not mad at you. I think I only listened to it in the movie, and then I listened to it for this episode, and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> but it was good enough for me to at least mention them. So right. I, I don't have much uh, much of an opinion about Backstreet Boys. It's not a band that I ever got into. It wasn't uh, geared towards me, um, but I'm not going to hate on them much because it wasn't music that was generated for, I think, I was probably in my 20s when they came out. I should not be listening to a boy band <laughs> in my 20s. So um, that being said, uh, the song is... Yeah, the song is catchy, for sure. And if you're not paying attention, I think Diedrich said it, is you find yourself kind of nodding to it. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you're thinking, ah, man, you know, I don't want to be caught doing that. But it... uh, (laughs) I want to catch you doing that. But it it is effective, for sure. And, And yeah, definitely the song in the movie is fantastic. And if I do remember right, while they're in heaven, they say a curse word. And their halos do disappear for a moment. So, you know, but, uh, but anyway, yeah, like, you know, it just, it was never meant for me to, uh, to like, uh, I was never, I was never the audience for Backstreet Boys, but it's still, it's still a decent song for, for what it is. Exactly. And if I got you to approve a little bit, then I, I think I was going somewhere. Yeah. I mean, I'm it does totally have, crazy. It does have a little catchy beat. I mean, for sure. Right. There's some some drops in that music where I'm like, that's pretty cool. So <laughs> anyway, I don't have yeah. a problem with it. And it's a rare one because I don't think that of all their music. But uh, yeah, so if you haven't heard Backstreet Boys, you're probably living in, under a rock. But uh, uh, yeah, 97 is when that album came out. So. so- I mean, should, I just have to ask: should, should I be ashamed of myself that I really can't tell the difference between them and In Sync? Like, I mean, a little bit. Okay, <laughs> but they are pretty similar too. They're very similar. Okay, I, I just want to make sure. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. Okay, so the easiest way to put it Definitely. is like this: um, In Sync's music is very jabby, like you're getting stabbed. Okay. <laughs> that's that's In Sync. Okay. Back Street Boys is more like, like ah, ah, ah. I mean, one of the guys uh, became a used tire salesman for a while, so I, I guess it. <laughs> I mean, until uh, they were in that movie, their music was in that movie. <laughs> that was a research. They're in commercials now. They're selling yeah. music off. They're, they're they, they made a their, comeback. Yeah, they, they definitely a made a comeback. Come uh, um, is it Justin? That's about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's oh, yeah. Is it uh, Justin Timberlake in Sync? No. Yes. Okay. That's, see, there's the difference, and he's like he's, a superstar now. So he's nobody that he never wants to be in Sync ever again. <laughs> um, right. So that's just usually better. Shows how bad it is. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
All right. Well, uh, Tosh, what you got? <laughs> what, oh, what do I got? Yeah, I think you're next. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you so, hate that you're next? Okay. Yeah, no, no. Uh, I, I have to preface this, like, either I was a sucker or I just grew as a person. Like, I... I, I to be honest, I don't know how I heard about this band. I will say that it's probably because of this band that I changed the type of music I was listening to. <laughs> so what you have to understand is like back in the day, I would be listening to Dido, you know, Macy Gray, um, you know, Sheryl uh, Crow, Shania Twain, you know, it, like that's what I was listening to. Then this band came out. This band came out and I picked up their album and I was like, oh, I kind of like this. And then the shit hit the fan. And then I was like, you know what? I should probably try and listen to some different music. <laughs> and so. The you mean band, other than Cheryl Crow and Macy Gray? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. Just want to make sure. I know. I know. So uh, the band I'm talking about is Tattoo. Uh, that's a T-A-T-U with dots in between. And uh, they were a Russian band. And so they had released an album in Russia. And then it hit. It was really popular. So then they re-released all the songs in English. And so the, the song I picked is um, All the Things She Said. Um, you know, yeah, it's totally a product of its time. It's totally catchy. It's kind of a, kind of an earworm, I, I feel like. But um, it was a re- really good song. It was right up my alley. But then it, I'm not sure how much you guys know about Tattoo, but um, they were so the they were trying to be merchandised as lesbians, but they weren't actually lesbians, and that's part of the thing that that kind of blew up in their face. And then like it was just. Part of it, it, it that makes you feel bad, or makes me feel bad, is that like they sold them as as much sex appeal as they could. Now that's not why I got the album, but I felt guilty afterwards for getting the album because that's what they were trying to sell them as. And plus, they were like seventeen at the time, and you're like, oh yeah, I, I just I fell into the biggest trap, and I need to get away from this. This is what turned me towards listening to stuff like Queen and other stuff. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to go classic rock and then take a hiatus. But yeah. So you're afraid that you're just attracted to young chicks. I'm going to have a hard time buying any of this, Taj. What? I I remember you being a fan when they came out. I know. But yeah, but I seriously, like after this and I... I think I am guilty. I did buy the second album. But after that, and then, like, I don't really watch, you know, the media or stuff. But, but somehow I heard some of this stuff. And then I just stopped listening to Tattoo. Like, I have never up and it's been like 20 years since I listened to this song. And you're like, yeah, it's like, and there's a reason why. <laughs> so, but yeah, I, I, I don't I mean, I'm sure it was never a conversation that we were ever going to have. But I don't recall you walking around going, you know what? I'm fed up. Set up with with tattoo, and I'm tired of their their appeal, and I hate how they're they're programmed a certain way, and and you know I'm mad at the record companies for what they're doing to them, and I'm done. We never had that conversation. 
you know. <laughs> to this it sounds day, like I, he's mad that they weren't lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. <laughs> yeah. Um, wow, I think that was like, they were like jail bay at the time, dude. Yeah. <laughs> they were at least 20 years old, right? So, <laughs> I, I like when you, you put this in the text feed, I'm like, he likes this band. What is he talking about? <laughs> so, uh, I didn't. I didn't know that you you had a change of heart at some point in your life about this band. So thank you for enlightening me. Um, is uh, forty years is this, later. Yeah. Is is the song good? I don't know. I mean, it's again, it's not really not really for me. Um, but I can see why it was really popular and why Taj was was uh, persuaded to buy two of their albums. <laughs> right. So. Yeah, because the music was so good. <laughs> so, um, yeah, man. But, yeah, now I know that you don't like uh, Tattoo, and I'm going to cancel that, uh, that, that uh, what do they call it? Those, don't they have those little, like, you can have little meetings with, with the uh, artists meet, and stuff? Meet and greets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll make sure to cancel that. I had this all set up for you. Well, I mean, technically... <laughs> yeah, I don't think they're 17 anymore, so you can probably right. talk to them right about now if you want to. But, um, it's okay now. It's, it's okay now. You know, they might turn lesbian after all the backlash that they went through. So you never know based on the situation. Nothing against lesbianism. Nothing at all. I'm just talking about strictly from a Tom's point of view. I completely <laughs> don't understand that. But not trying to write on you, dude. I was just saying that was an off story. Proving okay. off for real. <laughs> okay. But I, I will give you props for recognizing your line and stopping before crossing it. <laughs> right. Um, as far as the song goes, I was never into them. It wasn't for me. Uh, this hearing it now, I, I could definitely hear the dated approach and everything. But I can see why you would like it at the time frame because it, it did sound like it was refreshing at the time. Um, the fact that you say you hate them, eh, I'll kind of let you slide on that. Um, <laughs> You don't hate them. You just don't like them because they were young and not what they were represented to be. And okay, gotcha. Um, yeah. No, felt the same way about Millie Vanilli. I didn't like them like that, but I thought they was all good until I found out they they didn't really sing. And it was like, okay, let me throw away my tape and smash it up <laughs> and all this stuff. So I get it. I get it. So, okay. Yeah, that can happen. But I mean, yeah, I, I, other than the fact that they might have been, you know, fake lesbians or something or. Um, they're like a young band. Like I, it makes you wonder: Did the producer like did they get signed because of some weird shit? I mean, who knows? I hope when, not. When no, well, he, you know? that's the thing. Like he did it on purpose. Like yeah. they were part of a girl group, and so he picked yeah. two of them on purpose to try and promote them as lesbians. And they're, they maintain to this day that they right. were trying to be a band for lesbians, but not be lesbians. And you're like. What? <laughs> so it's like, yeah, it's kind of a weird thing, especially with how their music videos were and everything. You're like, okay, I, I get yeah. you're trying to play a part, but yeah. So, but part of me also wonder uh, if it's just like Russia, like, like saying, hey, you can't be, and so you're popular, and they have to fake not being. I don't know. Like, it's a weird thing because you don't know with Russia, but yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna make a T-shirt that says "You're a fake lesbian." Put <laughs> a finger point out. See who calls me out on this shit. That's that's beautiful. I gotta I gotta see that. 
So like the L was the album two hundred kilometers in the wrong lane, and they're like on a bike in the on the cover, like they're getting ready to go crazy yeah. driving or something. Yeah, yeah, I mean it's it's one of those you know probably probably a hit when it came out to some people, and I don't know if they're they're not necessarily like Hain, you know, that came out with younger the younger sisters, and right. um, they were a huge hit. And now they're blowing up still, and been in movies and stuff, but yeah. Uh, maybe it's because they're from Russia too. I don't know if that had anything to do with it. You know, what they they very much tried to steal the look of Britney Spears from Toxic with her and her school girl outfit, and then uh, oh, Christina yeah. had a song that was similar to that, like around the exact same time. It's like, yeah. well, this is a market we can jump into. <laughs> like, okay, is that that right. dirty song that she came out with. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, running through my head, running through my head. Yeah. The song's running through my head. And I want it out of my head. <laughs> yeah, I give it like, you know, give it a chance. But like, yeah, it's, it definitely. I could see why it might have been a band that you still like. Uh, they might be good in a soundtrack or something. Like right. some of their music might be good in like a movie or a TV show. But yeah, yeah. nothing wrong with that. But they're just not the band for me. Exactly. So. Oh, well, now we've gone through that uh, that little tragedy. <laughs> well, like I said, it was a hard theme for me. That's why I picked this and tried to explain yeah. as best I could. But, but thank yeah. you for sharing. Yeah, I appreciate mm-hmm. it. You opened up to us, Todd. I appreciate it, buddy. Um, okay, so Dietrich, what you got? Um, so mine is, uh, yeah, I, I really can't stand this band. Um, so it's it's a duo. Um, by the name of Majid Jordan. Um, I tried so hard not to look up any information on them just because I, yeah. So, you know, when somebody's sound is so pretentious, like you just swear they're deep, but they're really not like too cool for school type situation. That's what I get when I listen to this particular band. Um, I should have known better um, when they were signed on their OVO sound, which is Drake's label. Um, so like he probably used them for a little bit of a sound that they did and then kind of let them go off into the, the atmosphere and never to be seen again type of situation. They're still touring. They've still got songs that are coming out. They just dropped their album not too long ago. Um, but this particular band right here, the reason why I picked this song is because 2017, I believe, was, they had this one song that came out and it was called Give Your Love Away. And that shit like hit me like a ton of bricks. Only because one, I really only listened to the hook. The lyrics themselves never really hit me like it was supposed to. They were, were kind of like all over the place. But the hook itself was good. And not only that, but it kind of remember brought me to a time where I thought they were gonna be like a like a modern day Holland Oak type situation because of their sound. Um, it was like a little housey, a little little bluesy, just. Like it just, but it felt into the the techno vibe and the in the house vibe, and it was like, oh yeah, this this will work. We found the lane, totally opposite of what I thought it was going to be. Um, did not listen to any other song after. Well, I listened to their their, their mixtape, a, a couple of EPs that they put out. Didn't like the sound. Didn't like the direction it was going in. So I just kind of left it alone. But this one particular song, even today, if you put this on. I'm, I might have to nod my head a little bit and kind of, kind of, kind of flow with it. It's got vibes. It's vibes all damn day. 
Um, it's part of my summertime vibes, but I will not listen to the band as a whole. So tell me what y'all think about Gave Your Love Away from Majid Jordan. Well, I'm, I'm ple- oh, go ahead, Tosh. You no, go ahead. You, you go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I'm pleasantly surprised uh, with this one. I, I really like the song. So I don't, I guess I don't want to listen to the rest of the album because I mean, this, this is a pretty, yeah, it's a pretty good summer vibe. You can listen to it. It's just, it just didn't fit me. And then I didn't really like them too much, but this, like I said, this song, it's infectious as hell. So. Yeah. It sounds like there's really good production on this too. So they mm-hmm. like, have you listened to stuff outside of this album or is it just, uh, yes. I listened to a couple of songs and I just, they just, this was totally opposite of the way that they were going with their other songs. And so for me, it was kind of like, yeah, I'll pass. Um, and then I heard some other other stuff come up in, in my, um, you know, switch feed. And it's just like, yeah, it's not going to work. So I'll just keep it moving. Yeah, that happens sometimes. Sometimes it's a good band and they just don't make their shit right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or maybe it's a one-hit wonder. Who knows? Uh, yeah. I don't even think it's that. It's a cool, it's a chill vibe. It's like a good chill song. But uh, yeah, I wouldn't say this is going to top the charts or anything like that. But uh, definitely, definitely like it. So, so I never heard of the band. Uh, I had uh, listened to this song, and then I did try like their other more popular tracks on Spotify, and it was like, eh. it was like it's kind of like more of the same. It was a little bit different. Like this one for sure, like you said, had more of a vibe, um, mm-hmm. and then. It's it's interesting that you say that you can hear the pretentiousness in them because if you watch the music video, the the music video for this is literally a girl goes gets a microphone and they karaoke sing this and they're like in a penthouse so like you can see out in the city and it's all these girls singing this song on karaoke and then they score one hundred and you're like. Are you trying to say that they can sing your song better or like your song's going to be that big of a hit that like everybody's going to want to sing this? Like, what are you saying? Right. What really pissed me off was in that music video towards the end, you'll see some fireworks going off in the back. Yeah. I'm like, no, what the fuck is fireworks supposed to mean? You're supposed to be blowing places up. Like if you would have been blowing buildings up or it would have been like fire and mayhem all over the place. Yeah, it makes sense because this is kind of like a breakup song because I fucked up. I, I gave you love away. I cheated on you. And, and you know, you're singing the song, but they're singing all happy-go-lucky. It's like yeah. a whole bunch of like London runway models and singing the song. <laughs> the song. I'm like, dude, what the hell? Come on, man. Give right. it a break. Give it a break. It, and and the, the thing is like... That's an epic fail, man. It, they keep switching up the style of the karaoke. Like they, they go like classic style, then they go like retro style. Like they keep changing up how the video is shot on the TV. Like, what the <laughs> it made no sense. No yeah. sense whatsoever. So I'm like, eh. But, all right. I've, I've not heard of the artist. Uh, I don't know if I'll listen to anything else based on Diedrich's recommendations or lack thereof recommending. Uh, but I will say that I did thoroughly enjoy this song. Um, so if they made one good one, one good song, then, you know, they did it. And, uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I, I thought it was a good choice. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I thought the song was, was really well well put together and kind of surprised that, that you don't like the band because it just doesn't make much sense because it, it seemed too good. Yes, I think when it comes down to it, it's one thing to come out with a style or a vibe. 
it's another thing when you think everything else is going to carry off of that vibe and you don't put that much effort into it. It's, it's, it's like when you manufacture a candy bar and you put like all your stuff into that candy bar, you think it's the best thing and you put it in the factory and it doesn't have that same feel. Every single song that they put on after this, to me, is that, that factory feel. It's like, hey, there's nothing special about the candy bar anymore. I, I can't I can't deal with it. Yeah. But yeah, good song. One trick pony. Uh, well, I guess it's, uh, there's only one left. It's you, Brandon. Yeah, so this is kind of kind of an odd one because I, you know, there's a lot of music I don't like out there, a lot of bands that I don't care for. Um, but but hate is a strong word, and if I did truly hate a band, there would not be a single song I would like by them. I'm I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a little. It, I'm gonna go to say the the name of the song and the artist, and then I'll explain my 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 reasoning here. So the song I picked is actually from Ace of Base, and the song I picked is All That She Wants. It came out, so I think it originally came out in 1992, uh, but it didn't become famous until 1994. But their, their debut album actually came out in 1992. It was called Happy Nation. But then they reissued it in 1994. And they changed the name of the album to The Sign. And that's how I was introduced to Ace of Bass. And I despised the song The Sign. I was so sick of that song. I didn't want anything to do with Ace of Bass. Um, they played that thing nonstop. I mean, I it was like it was everywhere. And anything that was Ace of Bass, I had no interest in listening to. Anytime a song came on by Ace of Bass, I would I would make fun of it. Um, you know, I was I was I was being a teenager. And uh, and I and it was just I don't know it's just something that like festered and grew and I despised Ace of Base all these years and I thought you know that's my thing now I'm gonna hate Ace of Base and uh, and you know I was wrong apparently because it was like nine times platinum album it was the best selling album in 1994 uh, but there's no accounting for taste is what I used to say right. <laughs> And the band was formed in 1990. It was three siblings and a friend. Um, and they had multiple hits from that, that one album. Uh, but we're talking about the song that I actually didn't mind. I secretly didn't mind at the time. And it's, you know, uh, you know um, all that she wants. But, you know, let's go ahead and fast forward to 2023. I don't dislike Ace of Base anymore. Um, I actually kind of like them. Uh, you know, they're kind of a, uh, an ABBA, ABBA, uh, light band. And that might be just because they're from Sweden. Well, you know, ABBA's from Sweden. Um, but you know, they definitely have kind of ABBA vibes. They're not as good as ABBA, uh, ABBA, whatever you want to, however you want to pronounce it. But, but I don't, I don't even dislike the band anymore. I'm indifferent about the band, but I can actually listen to these songs now after all these years with a little bit more clarity and a little bit more appreciation. So I know I'm kind of messing up your theme here, Damon, but 
It was a band I really despised. Yeah, I I originally despised that band and didn't want didn't want anything to do with them. And I've yeah. I've, I've I've you know turned around uh, to Ace of Base. So um, I think That's it's a actually happy ending. Yeah, it is a happy ending. I'm glad that you picked me last for side A because it's a happy ending, guys. We can all go yeah. home. It, would right. you say you I'm already rounded home, so the base? Huh? Would you say you rounded the base? Uh, no, but but like now let's not let's not kid ourselves. I don't think it, I don't think they're an amazing band, but they're better than I thought. Oh they were. shit! Yeah, yeah, no, that's good. That's like that's that's uh that's not a bad review of Ace of Base. I I think Ace of Base is a great band, and I was kind of torn. Like I guess like I probably liked shitty music for a long time. Maybe I still do. <laughs> Um, but, uh, I don't know. I have no idea of telling if I like shitty music or not, or if I'm a, you know, my, crit- my critique is good or, or what, but, um, cause I don't think anybody's going to be honest with me. Some people might, but Ace of Base, I heard on the radio a lot when I was in high school and middle school and, you know, throughout the nineties, um, because they started in the '90s, right? Like they're not—they're not an '80s start band. They fit. I mean, they kind of were creating bands, from what I read, like in the late '80s. But they didn't originally. They didn't become this group until 1990. Yeah, it's like right at the cusp of kind of like retro, almost like would you call it a little bit of synth, maybe? Because they have all all that the weird sounds. I mean, I would. Just, I mean, it's pop music to me yeah. at the end of the day. It definitely reminds me of something I would listen to in a foreign country. Not not here. It seems like something that derived out of place from where I grew up and and then became big, you know, everywhere. Technically it did. Yeah, yeah. But like it it's it it has not all bands sound like they're from another area. You know what I mean? Like there's like you two, they're an Irish aren't they an Irish band? But they don't sound like they're from Ireland. But these guys really have that. I don't know if it's because of the, the synthesizers and like that kind of techno sound, but you can almost see in like an animation movie or something mm-hmm. like that too. Like it's got that it feels like futuristic foreign music. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. It's just very kind of Euro. Yeah. It's yeah. it's got that sound. I get what you're saying. I, I call it bop pop because that's oh, okay. that's exactly what it is. It's got a little bop to it, makes you move your head, and all of their songs pretty much are made like that to be. Um, yeah. Brandon, I'm glad you picked this one because I actually like Ace of Base, believe it or not, and I did not like the sign as much because that was on the major chords, whereas this one was on the minors, and I was like, oh yeah, this this is more my vibe, and, and it's got like a real message in it. All this she wants <laughs> is another baby. I'm like, oh damn, cheap on the streets. Oh, it's no good. So she's like straight up having kids everywhere. Oh, uh, you know, popping about but, everywhere. But no, but, wait, see, I was gonna talk about that because like <laughs> them being a Swedish band like makes sense because it's one of those where like especially that famous Swedish guy that writes a bunch of songs for for pop everybody yeah Yeah. it like there's times if you listen to the lyrics you're like what are you talking about and that's kind of like this song like she wants another baby like it's not she wants another baby like she wants like a bow she wants another guy to call baby not Mm -hmm. but it's one of those like you listen to this like yeah i thought she was just straight up which baby is she wanted like creepy no she she wants another (laughs) she wants another guy which that's what i mean she's for the streets (laughs) she she wants anybody Uh she can get her hands on what she wants and how she wants it 
And it doesn't matter if she screw you over in the process. She wants a bigger, better deal. And yeah, that's, that is truly, you know, that's that's one of them little eerie vibes that you can look at a female and be like, uh-huh, all that mm. you want is another baby. Look at you. Same. She probably smokes a lot of cigarettes, wears Ew. high boots. I don't know. That's what I Stilettos. think. Stilettos. Ugh. Okay. Cigarettes. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. It, but yeah, it, I like the song it too. It was it was enjoyable. Sounds like it. okay. It, I I know Ace of Base, but I'm not. I don't have feelings one way or the other. So I just I know of them. But yeah. But you don't. You, do you like it? Like, is it like you bop to it? Yeah, I mean, I can bop to it. Yeah, but like I. I I don't I, I've never listened to a whole album of them and like I know the I, I saw the sign song and like that one I'm okay with like I, I don't it's just a band I know of and songs I know of that it's like okay I, I'd listen to this yeah cool nice all yeah. right well why don't we go ahead and flip that record and drop that needle on side B and Damon you had homework for us yeah I did um, this is a this is a band that I really like, and I was just recently reminded of how much I like them uh, because I saw them in concert. Uh, they opened for the band Garbage, and they're on tour right now with them. This band is called Metric. They're from Canada. Going back to Canada, guys. Um, yeah, so <laughs> that didn't sound very Canadian, though. Um this album came out in 2009, and the band formed in the late 90s, so they're like 98. By the time I moved to Texas, uh, moved here from New York. But yeah, that was uh, good. That was a good time in my life because I was listening to a lot of new music, and um, I remember hearing some of this band's earlier stuff around that time. And um, yeah, not just such. Straight up solid band. They could have been the headliner, but, uh, you know, someone's got to be the opener. <laughs> um, yeah, unfortunately, they're they're such a good band, and they, they, they were forced to go on earlier than scheduled, too. So not everybody got to even see them. But, um, yeah, no, I, I, I definitely like this album. I think every song on here is really good. Um, I, I think they're, like, in a lot of different category genres. Um like indie rock would be where I would say, I would say that's probably like pretty close. But they also have like a synth, a synth sound. They're a poppy band, a little bit of post punk, I guess. I don't know. Um, but they're they're definitely an indie rock band. And um, yeah, no, I like this band a lot. Lead singer Emily Haynes is really good. Her voice is awesome. Um, yeah, and uh, I don't know. <laughs> Um, I, I think that there's there's probably a lot of bands that came out around the time that this album came out, or at least bands that have albums coming out 2009, 2010, 11, that era, uh, that kind of sounds similar. Definitely uh, placed really well with um, really placed placed really well with garbage because I think garbage has that in, in sort of industrial pop rock. I don't know if that's a thing. Industrial pop rock. That's kind of like, that's sort of what I kind of get out of these guys too. Like their look is solid. It's very soothing. The sounds, um, that's the kind of stuff that I gravitate to. So yeah, definitely like fantasies is one of my 
it's one of my favorite albums from Metric. I know Taj has talked about Metric too, so I know Taj already knew yeah. this band, which is you know that doesn't happen every episode. <laughs> so that's um, that's that's good. Yeah. I'm gonna do what I do a lot, <laughs> and I pick. <laughs> My favorite song is always the first song. I don't know why the intro songs, I guess they're the intro song for a reason. Um, I don't know if production companies do it that way. Like the production is to make you want to listen to the rest of the album. So they make the first song something that you like. It's not always the case. I don't always like the intro song. Um, but Help I'm Alive. was a hit song too uh that's my pick for this album hoping that y'all didn't do what i do and go with the first song <laughs> on the album uh, but uh i love the i love the beats i love the uh this like off drum noise that you hear in the sound and it it pauses and then you hear it i don't know what it's almost like a cowbell mixed with a drum <laughs> it's really weird but it's cool uh I like it, and I like that it's just like a light bulb on the cover. It's like fucking perfect. So they're the only ones that can do that. <laughs> no one else can do that. So what do you guys think of Metric? I know, I know, Taj, that you like the band, right? Should I, should I go and go? So uh, yeah, no, I. You don't I, have to. <laughs> no, I'll go. So I mean, I probably already said this, but the the way I found Metric was because I had read Scott Pilgrim back when it was a graphic novel and then the movie came out and like that song in the graphic novel like i was like how are they going to do that song and then when black sheep came out for yeah. metric you're like this is it like i don't know how they did it they matched what was in the graphic novel 100 and so from there i was like i just followed metric and i was like yeah this is i love the sound and um I had actually not heard this album because the first album I listened to theirs was actually the uh, one after this one. Um, so it, it was interesting to go back to their, their first album and listen to it. Um, I, I liked it. it. It took me a couple listens, but there were some songs I really grew into. Um, I'm going to take one that I, I don't know. I feel like it's a really catchy one. I like the messaging on it, uh, but it's uh, Gold Guns Girls. I knew it. I knew you were going to pick that one. Yeah, that's that's definitely like up there in my second. Yeah, I mean there there were some other ones that that I had, but like that one, if I get first pick, like that's what I'm going for. Because and plus the message on that, it's like when is enough enough? Like you just want more gold, more guns, and more girls, and like it's still never enough for you. (laughs) Like (laughs) never enough. Never enough. (laughs) Ever. So good. Yeah. All good. Um, so I'm gonna follow up behind you, Josh, because I knew if I'd have went before you, I'd have picked your pick and you to be pissed off. Just kind of left it alone like that. <laughs> um, that being said, though, this band is not metric. This band is the Clash of Demon Head. I just want everybody to know. That. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna correct everybody right now, <laughs> just so you understand what's going on. Uh, okay. <laughs> the Clash, this is the Clash of Demon Head. Uh, it's 
it's what the name of their band is and um and Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Oh, uh, yeah. okay. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's that's how the band comes on and, and, <laughs> die, 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 die. and that made me fall in love. I was already in love with the movie. That just made me love the movie that much damn more because that song was just live as fuck. So then when I found out it was actually a real song by a real band, it was Black Sheep by Metric, I was like, okay. I'm hooked. Let me go check them out. Let me go check them out. Fell in love with them. I do love fantasies. I got a couple of other albums that I, I actually gravitate to a little bit more. But with that being said, Sick Muse. That's my shit. You cannot get Sick Muse out of my head just by the way that the intro comes in and by the way it hits. That kind of falls in love with, or falls in line with Black Sheep. So I'm like, yes, I love their, their, their I love their sound. I, I love um, the way that it moves. I love the fact that it's not stagnant by any any means. I love the fact that you know they got different ranges in their in their sounds and their songs. Um, Emily is hot as fuck, so it just kind of works. And it's like, <laughs> yes. So that's all the way around. Metric all day long. I'm for it. Great pick. I'm out. Oh, it's my turn. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I yeah, I've heard the name, and I guess my introduction to Metric must be the Scott Pilgrim that everybody keeps talking about. Um, <laughs> and and when when I I like I said I don't know if I've ever listened to much of Metric. So when uh, when it started, I'm like, wait, wait a minute. And then you know I put two and two together, and I think I remember Taj even talking about it, or somebody did on one of these episodes. And I'm like, oh, okay, this all makes sense. Uh, this is why it sounds so familiar. And um, yeah, I mean, overall, I, I didn't mind it. I mean, there were some songs that sounded very similar to one another. Um, and I'm actually right now, I'm trying to think what my favorite choice track is, because a few of them <laughs> kind of blend together for me in my head and i'm like which one was the one that i was gonna go with i can't remember the names very well so uh, while you guys were talking i was trying to figure that out um but overall i uh I, yeah I, I i didn't mind it i i don't i didn't i don't think they're a bad band by any means i i think that they're very talented i just don't know if this is something that i would gravitate towards um I don't know. I guess I just feel really old sometimes. I feel like metric is for the young people, and uh, and I've I've kind of missed that. I've I've missed that uh, that that wagon to become a, a metric fan. So um, that's on me, guys. Okay. That's on me. I feel like I sh- I'm not allowed to be a metric fan. I'm too young. I'm too old, um, but, which isn't true. That's funny because uh, like they came. They they were like a band. When you were like a teenager, so <laughs> are they though? Because I thought Metric hasn't been around that long. They've been around since '98. I wasn't a teenager. I was now a uh, young, young adult. Man. Oh, twenty? Were you twenty? <laughs> were yeah. we twenty? We're but see, this, this is this goes to the okay. same conversation though that I've had before, where I was in college at that time and I wasn't really discovering a lot of yeah. new music. So you know, this is just something that that kind of uh, I don't know, just fell off the radar. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But about yeah, I overall I enjoyed it. I think you said that they opened with garbage, right? Yeah. And then yeah. see garbage is the band where I'm like, oh, I can listen to that, you know. <laughs> Shirley Manson's awesome. I'm, I'm yeah. older, so but uh <laughs> anyway. Um but overall, yeah, I did enjoy it. It it was a good listen. You know, I, I listened to it a couple times and you know, I, I listened to it uh once at the gym and you know, that definitely got my cardio going, so that's great. 
Uh, I thank them for that. Um, And if I had to pick a song, which, again, I have to, um, and there are some songs I like, and I think you all made pretty good choices here. For me, I think I'm going to go with uh, Twilight Galaxy. I'm higher than high, lower than deep. I'm doing it wrong. I think I'll do that one. So I almost went collect call. Um, Ooh, but that's uh, what I thought you were gonna pick. I, I almost thought about going with that, but I think I'll go with Twilight Galaxy. So, yeah, just because it's a cool name mm-hmm. Twilight Galaxy. So, yeah, there we go. Those are my thoughts. I'm thoughts? sticking to it. <laughs> yeah, that, like, like a lot of the songs on this album, maybe the, a lot of their songs generally starts off with like this, like, weird melodic, like, drum beats or like keyboard synthesized sound. That's what I get with. That's what you get with Twilight Galaxy. You get like a intro. Uh, I don't know. Might yeah. might be a read a book too. <laughs> I mean, yes. This, this is like this is this album can be fast and slow. That's what's good about it. They're versatile. Uh, I love Metric the band, so you should too. And support Canada. Maple syrup, <laughs> y'all. All right. <laughs> You betcha. Gotcha. Um, all right. Well, thank you for uh, for uh, picking an album for us to listen to. And, <laughs> Making you feel old. Thanks for <laughs> Making me feel old. I appreciate that. Um, but before we, we go, uh, we have some more homework that's about to be assigned to us. And oh, our fuck. teacher for <laughs> next episode is Taj. Taj, what are we listening to for next <laughs> week's episode <laughs> well <laughs> it, it's kind of funny that it's after this episode thinking on it like right now um so i told you i kind of gave up with the like divas like i went to bands like anything that had a band name i didn't i didn't do solo artists so there came a period where i started then going back to my divas and it was especially when they were across the pond and this is one of them and this is kate nash and the album is made of bricks. So, yeah. Oh, no way. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So t- Tattoo got me out, and then Kate Nash got me back in. So I was like, okay. <laughs> so, All right. So we're going to make a t-shirt called Taj's Divas. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to put every every artist that Taj's picked on that t-shirt. And it around. We're going to set up at $29.95. Can we also get a shirt that says Kate Nash saved Taj's soul? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and on the back it'll say tattoo almost took him out. So. <laughs> no, that should be on the front, and then can I shave my soul on the back? There we go. Oh. This will you can find this in our our, our merch. Our merch. Yeah, merch yeah. comes from online. Selfie with her someday or something. Yeah, first chance merch. All right. Well, uh, make sure everybody listens to that album by Kate Nash for next time. And uh, Taj, why don't you go ahead and sign us off here? Sure thing. Uh, this has been uh, Choice Tracks. You can find this on our website of choicetracks.com or email us at choicetracks at gmail.com. Both of those end with a Z. Uh, we have matching playlists on both Spotify and Pandora. And we ask that you please subscribe and listen to all past and future episodes. Let's go and sign out. I'm Taj. I'm Brandon. I'm Damon. And you're a fake lesbian. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm me? <laughs> Oh, damn, you found out. Yeah. All right. No, that's not true. Yeah. Um, I'm Dietrich, and uh, we're going to pick up the needle, but y'all keep spinning those twice back. <laughs>